This is the Lead Well Podcast. Welcome to the Lead Well Podcast, where we're talking all things leadership, talent, and culture. I'm your host, Missy Darden, and our special guest today is Operator David Chin from South Road Shopping Center FSR in Tulsa, Oklahoma. David, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Missy. Thanks for having me on. And we're excited today um, because David is in person with us. So this is our first in-person Lead Well podcast. Um, so thanks for being here today, David. We'd love for you to share first with the audience about your background and what brought you to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So I have been with Chick-fil-A now, Missy, for 12 years. will be my anniversary this year. Seven years as an operator in Tulsa, Oklahoma at South Road Shopping Center. And uh, five years before that, I actually was at the support center working in franchisee selection. And so 12 years total. Prior to Chick-fil-A, I actually had a really um, wide background. And so I um, went, grew up, and uh, grew up in an engineering family. And so my father was a chemical engineer. So early on, when I was looking at careers, engineering was what I thought I wanted to do. Went to school here in Atlanta. I actually went to Georgia Tech and got my degree, my bachelor's degree in chemical engineering, but realized at the end of the day that that was not what I wanted to pursue. So I graduated. I spent a few years overseas and did mission work in East Asia and then came back and actually got a master's degree in theology and cross-cultural leadership and uh, during that time started working a lot of different jobs and worked on um, on staff at a church. I worked at a uh, nonprofit and then had a evening job working as a manager at a local Starbucks. And that's where I fell in love with customer service and long story short, how I got connected with Chick-fil-A. So um, it's been an amazing journey so far, but uh, I think the best is yet to come. So excited to be here with you today. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I'm I'm a Georgia Bulldog, so oh. in a couple of weeks, we, we'll still be Ooh, friends. Yeah, but... this, this podcast <laughs> just got a little tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry everybody. Um, well, we're excited to jump into today's topic, which is really focused on planning. So I'd love just to start first with what does the planning process look like in your restaurant and what inspired you to create this process? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let me first start off. I, I, I talk about everything that I do. It's, uh, it's uh, I use a case method, C-A-S-E, and that's an acronym, which just means copy and steal everything. So anything that you hear today is, is at some form probably from some other operator or leader that I've learned from. But I think, you know, before we get to the planning process, I think why and how we started here first was... Um, you know, I think several years ago we were doing these total business assessments and you can still do them in your restaurant, but as you go through and you start evaluating your business, it was asking questions like, um, you know, tell us about your marketing plan, tell us about your operations plan, like, you know, do you have a talent plan, a training plan in place? And it was like a dozen different plans that we have to have ready in our business. And I just at the time was overwhelmed with that. And I knew that I had to create a better system process, not just to have these plans, but also to have leaders that took ownership of those plans. And so that's where this whole planning process really began to formulate where um, uh, where we got it to where it is today. Mm-hmm. So uh, for us, the planning process is, is pretty simple. And we can dive into each one of these a little bit more, but four steps for me and how we do our planning process. The first one is the preparation uh, stage. And, and in this stage, this is really um, usually sometime around mid-year going towards um, the latter part of the year. It's really I'm really beginning to evaluate how our business is doing for the year. Sometimes it's just getting away and thinking about like what are the things next year that might be important 
big milestones, those type of things. Um, a lot of time spent in prayer during that time. And then it kind of culminates with RPMs. And so I, I, I know that uh, since we started doing RPMs, it's a great time. You get to go and see what the business and Chick-fil-A is focusing on in the next year. Uh, you really begin to see what are the initiatives, what's um, what's Chick-fil-A's goals for the next year. And so I bring all of that together and really kind of get a solid idea in my mind of what is our focus as an organization going to be for the upcoming year. The next stage we talk a lot about is creation. So this is the time where we actually come and, and we create a business plan for our business. And, and, and this looks a lot of times as a, we'll do an annual director retreat. And so we're actually about to go on our retreat this next year. I take my team up to a, a local um, retreat center and we get to stay in cabins and it's outdoors. And so it's just a good chance for the team to get away and we do some fun activities. We're going to go uh, skeet shooting and we're going to ride four wheelers. And, and, and then during that time, that's actually where we go over um, the focus for this next year, kind of my vision of where we want to go. We talk about uh, the goals and what we accomplished in the previous year and then Missy from there what we do is um, the team sits together and, and the directors sit together and they really start planning out the goals that they want to accomplish for the upcoming year and so I really try to give them a lot of freedom in that I might guide them along that journey but I really want them to own the goals because uh, when they own the goals then they'll come um, afterwards and they'll really focus on following those goals uh, during that time is also once we create the goals of our organization for the next year that's where they'll actually come in and they actually write those business plans I was telling you earlier about that I was dreading myself writing and so each uh, director over their area of the business will take the goals and then they'll write business plans to meet those goals for the upcoming year and so I'll give them time to do that and then what I will commit to is actually reading over each one of those business plans and so I get to kind of go through and see okay hey does everybody focusing on the right things for the next year uh, the next phase we go through after we've created the business plans is we actually um, uh, we talk about communication. So how do you get that information out? And, and there's a couple of things that we do. First off is we have a leadership plan share. So usually this always happens during the holidays. And so it's a great opportunity for us to invite all of our leaders over and uh, we'll have them over to our house. We'll host them for dinner. And then we just share the plan to our leaders, make sure that they're bought in. And then that ultimately culminates at the end of the or beginning of the next year with uh, a team member plan share. So we'll usually go rent out a local movie theater and we'll actually get a, a big screen where we'll, we'll share the plan on the big screen. And we usually do like a fun video, like a year in review video, and we'll put it up on the big screen with their pictures and videos and pictures of them up on the big screen. And the team just loves it because they get to see like their face on a big movie screen. It's something they've never seen before. And then usually we'll, we'll stay after there and, um, and watch a movie together. And then finally, the last phase of the planning process is actually what I call the execution phase. And this is where um, our directors are taking their, um, their business plans and they're breaking them into quarterly goals. And so they're writing goals of what they want to get accomplished. Um, it kind of becomes a guide for them over the next year. So they don't have to wonder like, what should I be focusing on this quarter or next quarter? Um, they have a business plan that they've actually written out that they know now that becomes their guide on how they set their goals for the next year and so we kind of go through that and then repeat the process every year um, so yeah it's been a really good journey for us as we begin to look at our planning process that's awesome and thank you for sharing that yeah. that's 
each of those key critical steps. Yeah. So what have been some of the biggest impacts that you've seen on your business, that you've seen on yourself as an operator, your leaders, your team, since really implementing yeah. this process? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, we've seen a lot of, you know, tangible results, right? I mean, I think we've, uh, you know, like many Chick-fil-A's, but we've seen a lot of um, a lot of sales growth. I mean, this year we'll be over $12 million in, in total revenue. We've seen, um, uh, I think, a lot of uh, positives as far as, um, uh, you know, just ownership when it comes to the results. Because, again, it, it, now it takes the, the pressure off of this is what David wants, and it really mm-hmm. becomes, hey, as a team, this is what we agreed that we want to accomplish this next year. And so mm-hmm. as everyone's looking at their goals, um, it, they really have something that they're working towards that they've set themselves. I think the other thing that we've really seen is it creates a lot of teamwork. And, and so amongst the director's teams, they've really began to realize that ultimately, even though they have their own individual goals, they are working together to hit a larger purpose and a larger goal um, as our organization goes. And so, um, you know, I, I like to say it's always perfect, right, that everything that we set a goal for, we accomplish, and it doesn't, but it gives some structure. So at least we we have the ability to look out and and see how we're doing for the year. And then I think actually in hindsight, it's great because as we see our business grow over the years, it's great to kind of look back and see all the focuses and the visions that we've had every year and to see how that's actually influenced us to who we are today as an organization. Right. And how do you, especially with your your leaders as they set these individual goals for themselves um, and as you encourage them to do Mm -hmm. so, how do you or do you have a process um, of accountability or a system of accountability to help make sure that they're trying to meet those goals, even yeah. though everything's not perfect. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, I think sometimes it starts off with just a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the planning process in general is not an easy thing, I think, for a lot of operators to do, myself included. So, I, I you know, what I'm sharing, we've been open since 2015, and so the first couple of years of this was really just more of my own personal journey of goal setting and, and goal planning for the next years. And then slowly as I began to integrate my director team into creating their own business plans, um, there was a learning curve, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them had never even seen a business plan, let alone write their own business plans. And so it was, uh, I think, just really a test of patience just to walk them through that process and what it looked like to actually set some goals. I would write my own plans and I would let them review those and and see kind of what was there. We created a lot of templates that they could use and um, be able to go through. um, You know, so I think as we began to do that more and more, they got more comfortable. And now what's really neat to see as um, we have some directors who've been with me for five to seven years and they're accustomed to this process as we get new directors onto the team, they are the ones like taking them through and saying, well, hey, let me show you what I do for my business plan. And it helps them to... um, Um, to really kind of see um, a unique stage. So, uh, you know, so I think those are some of the things that we've really seen as uh, ways of helped engage our team. And then on the accountability side, it goes back to those quarterly goals, right? And so it always, um, when I sit down with my directors, um, we meet on a monthly basis, but they set quarterly goals and we talk about those goals. So it always gives us something every time we meet to say, hey, here's the three or four goals that you have for this quarter that align to your business plan for the year. And so we can talk about, hey, how are you doing against those goals? And mm-hmm. what I love about that is a lot of times when they get to the end of the year, sometimes, funny enough, they may not necessarily always remember the specific goals that they had set out. But when they look at the body of work for what they've done the entire year, 
um, you really begin to see a lot of progress and a lot of things accomplished just because they're disciplined enough just to write down goals and, and have a general direction that they're running for mm-hmm. in the year and not just like you know doing the next thing that fell on their plate which oftentimes we know the business can be that way it's just like things are hitting your plate all the time and I think this goal setting process is what keeps people at least focused enough to make sure hey let's keep the main thing the main thing mm-hmm. for sure so what what advice or you know what would you share with an operator there's I know operators in all different seasons mm-hmm. um, but let's say you're talking to a new operator an operator who's maybe rethinking their planning process what what advice or thoughts would you want to share with them you know I think first is just take it slow you know don't get overwhelmed I think you know oftentimes I'll share some of the things that we're doing in our business and and people people may feel like gosh that's that's so much like you know how do I how do I even get there and I just have to remind myself and remind others too is like this wasn't something that happened overnight right it started a first year of just me trying to like uh, you know scrap a plan together and and think about the future and so I think for some operators that's where they need to start is just actually have a plan or a focus for the next year and it's not something that they have to necessarily get their directors bought into yet it's just literally um, coming up with a focus and a business plan for this next year of where they want to go and sharing that with some of their top leaders now for some other operators who maybe are in the rhythm of doing that then i think the next step would be how do you incorporate your director team into um, that planning process how do you give them some ownership and some buy-in into where the business is going to go into this next year mm-hmm. and and i think that's a great next step that you can take you know and, and if you're already doing some of that um, you know it, it might be like okay now that your director and your leaders are bought into that plan like how do you get the rest of your organization bought in right and and it's great for your leadership team to do it but we know that our leaders aren't the ones day in and day out doing the work it's our team members that are on the front line and so are they aware of of that process and and what's and what's doing and i think you talked about the accountability piece right that's another piece of how do we hold people accountable to the plan and so you know i think at the end of the day it's 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 sometimes um, you know, we can think about this whole entire planning process as like this, this, this nice, well-wrapped present with a nice bow on top of like, hey, here's what, what we want to look like. And, and if we do this, we're going to have ultimate success. And, and I think there are times for sure where we see the fruits of that. I think other times it is really, again, it just creates a discipline that keeps us focused. because uh, And sometimes we have to shift that focus, but um, it just gives us something for that next year to look forward to, to work towards. And so um, for us, it's been a very beneficial process and um, we love it and, and it will always continue to grow I'm sure there's things even now uh, that I'm gonna learn from other operators that I'll steal and I'll implement um, into ours but you just continue to refine do what's best for your business but um, you know take baby steps as you're going and don't feel the pressure to have to get it all done today for sure Rome wasn't built in the day That's my right. mom always <laughs> tells me that um, is there anything else you'd like to share with operators and their restaurant leaders around just planning in general your mindset your process yeah I, I think you know um, I think it is I think it's a good thing to do right I think um, again I, I think going back to the idea it's sometimes we hear um, you know the importance of like vision or, or, or goal planning or business plans and and sometimes it's uh, I think it's easy to just think well that's just corporate talk right you know it's like well that's just what corporate wants us to do or the support center wants us to do like that's really not going to make a difference in our business and um, I think for us, like I, I may have had that mindset at one point. It's like I just need to check the boxes, right? I need to just write a business plan, and because you know I'm trying to do this self-assessment. 
and the self-assessment says I should have all these plans. I should just check those boxes. Um, but I think, uh, you know, when I started to actually lean into it, I think there's just so much value there that comes out of that process and for your team. It's a lot of hard work. Um, for sure, but I think the results pay off at the end of the day. And so I think that would be my piece of advice for operators at the end of the day is, um, you know, just take that extra risk, like lean out and, and give it a shot. And you might be surprised as far as the results that you might see from um, from going through a, a planning process. Um, you know, I, I think also we're just through it, but RPMs is a great time to get a lot of that. I think sometimes it's easy just to go RPMs and think, oh, okay, it's just in a little conference. But I really try to take advantage of that time as a great time to go and, and break away and, and learn as much as I can. So sometimes the other operators in my market, they want to, you know, they're like, David, all you're doing is like going around from booth to booth or going in every session. And I was like, well, I, I really am. I'm just trying to be a sponge and take in as much because it really does help me formulate my plans and our um, our goals for the upcoming year. So, um, so I think just lean into it is really my last piece of advice. Well, thank you for all that you shared, David, around your mindset, around planning. Um, and that will do it for today's episode. If you're looking to find, develop, and launch top talent, Leadwell is a resource with articles, videos, podcasts, and other Chick-fil-A operator and third-party expert curated content. If you have any questions or want to hear about a specific podcast topic, let us know at leadwell at chickfilly.com. I'm Missy Darden, and thank you for listening in to the Leadwell podcast. Leadwell shares leadership, talent, and culture resources, ideas and tools from franchised operators and third-party experts to inspire franchised operators and their teams to find, develop, and launch top talent. As independent franchisees, Chick-fil-A operators solely determine the employment, leadership, and management practices in their businesses.